Crosstalk Radio is sponsored in part by Love Work Recording Studios. Whether you need recording or mixing and mastering services, Love Work is all about quality and customer service. Check them out at theloveworkstudios.com or give them a call at 678-953-2170. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Double ATL in the building. My big homies, Big Pudge and Steph Swig. Crosstalk Podcast, you did. Crosstalk Radio in the building. Got Big Pudge in the house. That's wig in the building. We on the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. know. We got our own station now. Talking about the way the world is now. On the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game mode. Lord, we on the air to let them know. Conversations about the high low. It's big push and steps with two bold brothers kicking down your dough. Engaging listeners on topic discussions to bring questions. We got real issues that need solutions. We got so many people that need deliverance from ISOs and church doors. Ain't no more keeping our eyes closed. All these elephants in the room. It's time to take time out with the broom. Instead of sweeping all these issues up under the rug, it's time we unify and penetrate with God's love. From spiritual to political, from astrology to science, from theologian to the Vatican. Let's believe in things that's happening. This ain't your average, ordinary radio show. Worldwide, blessed by the God who makes the sun glow. A show that promises to engage listeners in objective conversations and share scriptural truths that transcends one's emotions personal opinions and preferences as a means to provide practical solutions and answers to real issues that affect real people by discussing a variety of diverse topics and provide thought-provoking answers to questions that we thought we knew the answers to. I just want to talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to address the elephants in the room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We on the air like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game more. Lord, we on the air to let them know. Got our own station now, talking about the way the world is now. On the air, like here we go. Here we go. It ain't the same no more. People changing up their game. Oh Lord, we on the air to let them know. Let know. We got our own station now, talking about the way the world is now. Welcome to Cross Talk Radio. This is your man Steph Swig. This is your man Big Pudge. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Feel like a superstar coming out when they do that, man. Yo, we got a very, very, very special show. We got a Father's Day show, so what we did, we got some fathers in here who love their kids, and we're going to talk about some good things about fatherhood, some ups and downs, some challenges, and it's like, you know, Father's Day, I don't feel like fathers get to just do they deserve a lot of times. We get overlooked a lot of times. We're going to talk about all that, but I want y'all to see some real brothers here who love their kids and love their, you know, love their kids are good fathers because you don't really see that a lot highlight, especially in the media, hell, and rap music, too. You know, you don't see it. So I wanted to really highlight these people. I thought, I know thought, I know y'all love y'all kids and y'all are good followers. So I want to get some people in here. So I didn't want to get the wrong people in here and start bashing their kids. Like, oh, it's, it's supposed to be a celebratory type thing. <laughs> you know, they complain about paying child support and stuff. So let's, so without further ado, we got a very special guest in the studio. We got Mr. Sick Flow in the building. What up, what up? Give it up, give it up, give it up. We got our very own Love Work studio, Mr. Robert Hooper in the building. Give it up. Yo, what up, what up? He's always behind the scenes. He's the guy who make our show sound so dope. Yes, he do. All right, so we got a bunch of questions. We might get through and we might not because you know once we get to talking, man, things gonna just we're just gonna flow off the cuff. 
He's gonna call this the Soapbox Era. So, Soapbox Era slash Father's Day celebration show. It's crosstalk. You just you know what to expect from crosstalk. So anyway, we starting off. What is the greatest joy? This is for anybody and everybody. We can all answer the question. Don't matter. What's the greatest joy of being a father, or some of the joys of being a father? Don't Man. don't all answer at once, like, guy. Like, like everyone's trying. Yeah, 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 right, right. All right, oh, Flo, go ahead, man. Well, I, I I'll do a quick one. I think it's the I think it's experiencing seeing yourself mm. like like you duplicated yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. experiencing that is like wow. I'm looking at me. You mm, know what I'm saying? I get it. So yeah, that for me, I think that's what it is. I can relate to that because I got. I got four kids. One of them is here laughing in the background. But uh, out of four of them. He had a special sound. He was like, wait a minute. I know what that sounds like. Out of all four of my kids, I can see a part of me in each and every one of them. Like, my oldest daughter looks just like me. My second daughter, she's sarcastic. And, you know, she's a persistent bug people like I do. My son, he's goofy and just... Uh, absent-minded like me and uh, other, my other daughter Serene she's a prankster just like me we got the same personality sarcasm laugh everything she imp- she does impersonations of me and everything that's so that, that's something I would do if I was her so I get it like we say the same thing at the same time sometimes so it's funny so yeah I get what you're saying so the, for me the joy is the same thing just seeing parts of me and my kids and just being able to enjoy their personalities mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> yeah I think I think for me it's like seeing that because my kids are still small my kids are still like eight and four and I still get to see kind of like that unconditional love type, mm-hmm. you know, because I walk in the door from work and they just mm-hmm. run up to the door. Daddy home. Daddy. Right, right. Like, like oh, they, they started feeling. doing this. Yeah. yeah. They start doing this like, like, you know, they compete because I got two girls. So they're like, I got dibs on daddy. No, I got dibs on daddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, like y'all going to wait anyways. Y'all That's both going to run up to me anyway. It's like, it don't matter. So, you know, just, but being able to experience that, man, I feel like that's like the closest thing on earth you can really get to like unconditional love. I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember, I remember waiting for my dad to get home from work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to, I made up this, this song. My brothers used to um, tease me about it because it ain't make no sense. <laughs> but when he was when he was walking up the walkway to the house, I would sing it every time. Like here come you know, like here come dad, here come dad. <laughs> like I don't know why, but I used to do it every time, man. Yeah. Then he would get in and he was quiet as I don't know what. So it was like all that excitement is like now dad's here, he's not gonna talk to us. <laughs> but I was still happy though. Yeah. Hey, at least he in the house, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I remember when my kids used to run for me. I was the best feeling after coming home from work though like yeah, um, you know it's just like you come home and all your kids run and hug you it's just it's just amazing feel. it feels so welcoming and warm yeah, exactly. but you gotta enjoy that while they're young man because now i'm lucky to get a wave <laughs> or, or 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 if they, they don't if they run up to me it's because they need something dad can you take me here can you do this can you do that <laughs> it, it ain't no like just run up to happy to see me anymore <laughs> right yeah you gotta get that time yeah. while you can embrace when that they get over, start getting them little they, they, they mm-hmm. so called lives bro. yeah you know, yeah you, you become a back no. That's true. You're from the time they, they come into this world. It's just that when they realize you are a bank. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's what it, that's what you get to come is like my, my daughter's famous for uh hit me up to see how my day is going. Uh, <laughs> so you know. She, oh, I already know. This is Hi Father. You know, that's how she starts with Hi Father. Oh, and I'm like, how you doing, baby girl? You know, so how was your day? Blah, 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 blah. So, 
I'm gonna get my hair done next week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, so how can we work this out? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she she comes to me like she has a bargain to, to, to come like if we do this, I can do that. But yeah. there's nothing on her half. Right, right, right. <laughs> but what so about what sided bargain? Right, right. <laughs> what about when it's like that, but your daughter got a gang of money? Mm. Mm. Because I can get the call that I want to get my hair done. And I'm like, knowing that she saves every last check mm-hmm. that she gets. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dang, really? You you banking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I got to drive like an hour to go get her. Uh-huh. Then another hour to get her to the hairdresser. And then, you know, then I got to drive another whole hour. To get it be It's like a process, but... That time being yeah. spent is important. What I I'd be like, yeah, this is dope. Right. So, for example, if my daughter had her formal three weeks ago, um, and I didn't know that a formal was that important okay. to a, to a, to a, a teenage daughter, girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. She's telling me everything she got to be done, so I had to go pick her up, you know, take mm-hmm. her. I'm in the nail shop, y'all. I'm in the nail shop. Like, she got to get her eyebrows done, her nails, feet done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so it was the, it was, I know her. Like, she, I know her. Like, that was going to be the, the thing for her for that day. The, the fact that her father took her to go do some girly stuff, mm-hmm. that was just, that, that made everything to her. So it's like during that time, like yeah. spending that time with her, just looking at her, and I'm like, this is so basic, but it meant so much to her. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel awesome because literally she's like, no, Dad, I want you. I don't just want you to pay for it. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to take the tip. I want you to be with me when I'm getting it done. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so you know, I, I looked at. It, I'm just like, saying, I'm like, okay, like she's happy, so I'm happy. But it's like a general happy. But it wasn't until the the day I went to go like see her at her form. Mm-hmm. Then I turned into a huge baby. I was, I mean, I was, I was a proud dad. And yeah. She just, I never seen my daughter look that beautiful. Mm-hmm. First time, you know, she got on like actual makeup. Right, she right. Me and her mom really played the makeup thing at a young age, but yeah. you know, she got on makeup. You know, what I'm saying, I mean, and just, I mean. I saw the older version of my daughter, so I I got mushy and mad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, ooh, boy, I'm glad you got three older brothers. Right, right. Oxes, boy, because right. I'm like, when you do get to this stage of beauty, all I want to hear is phone calls from my boys talking about daddy and such and such, but we handled that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. <laughs> You ready for it? Okay. This is a good one for everybody. I mean, they all for everybody, but I like, I like this one personally. What is your goal for your children? <laughs> or a goal, that some goals. Question, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I see I see so many parents like trying to trying to sh- and we should shape our kids, but to the point where we, we you know, you try to shape Oh, well, you're going to do this career. You're going to go to this college. You're going to mm-hmm. do this. And try to shape it to a point where it's so specific and so detailed mm-hmm. that it's like the kid has no say-so in, in what mm-hmm. they're doing. For his and, own future. Right, exactly. And I, and I think I think you can do that to a point. Um, but, my, I, like, my goal for my, my children is, is real simple, man. Look, you know, stay healthy, love Jesus. And you know, be a good person. Like you know, be a be a kind person. Like if you if you do those things, like I'm good. Like everything else you do on top of that, that's fine. You know, uh, my daughters right now talking about they want to. I got one daughter says she want to 
be a, 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 a fashion stylist. I got another daughter talking about she want to be a firefighter. But they, <laughs> like I said, they, they little, so I don't know. It might change, but it probably will change. Yeah, right. But it's like, you know, the, hey, that's fine. You know, Erica want them to go into music like her. You know, she want them to be singers and rappers and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know, hey, whatever y'all want to do. You know, just be a kind person, love Jesus, man. Like, as long as you do that, I'm I'm good. Yeah. You know? Good answer. I think for for me, um, I actually saw my goal come to pass because mine's are old, older now. Mm-hmm. That actually, yeah, they all adults now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was age away, Flo. I was, I was, I was, I know, right? <laughs> like, I, I could have been the Joe Jackson guy, mm-hmm. but I literally let my kids be themselves. Mm-hmm. So my goal for them was like, I want you to learn who you are because I grew up with people telling me besides my, my, my brothers, but I grew up with people saying, um, you have to do it this way. This should be done. You know, my parents was like, you know, the whole college thing, which I hated and all that stuff. So I didn't go. Um, but to actually watch them do what they wanted to do was like, yeah, this is, this is it. Cause I didn't put, even though my daughter can sing and she can rap. I didn't push her to it. You know what I mean? I took them. She had singing lessons, all that kind of stuff. And then when she was like, Dad, I don't want to do it. I was like, cool. Acting lessons. All right, I'm tired. I don't want to go next week. All right. You know what I mean? So I was like, be you. Do what Mm -hmm. you want. And I feel like when people realize who they are, they're going to walk in that purpose. So I think my goal was just like, hey, I want you to be who you are. Find out who you are and live in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The key word you just said is purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that key word right exactly. there. Exactly. My goals has always been that they just that they just don't stray away from God. Like they they that they whole entire, you know, whatever that they do, they be exactly who God wants them to be. That mm-hmm. that is that is that is my heart's desire for all my children. <clears throat> and I realize that, you know, we human beings and we live in a corrupt world, so you go and experience life, you're gonna experience some things that mm-hmm. aren't gonna be good things. But that's how they grow you. That's how yeah, they make you sure. stronger. So I mean, all my kids. That's that's what I, that's my goal for them to just be exactly who God wanted you to be, mm-hmm. and then do and then follow your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's similar. Um, it's it's similar to everybody's, but mine for my, all my kids is the same goal. It's like I didn't grow up having any financial education. You know, my financial education came way after I was, after it was too late. I'm already in debt. I'm already broke as an adult. So my goal for my kids was for them to understand finance so they don't ever have to experience mm-hmm. poverty or debt a day in their life. That's my it's goal and my good. prayers for my kids. So I always try to teach them that. And um, and my other goal is definitely for them, like y'all, just for them to be who they are. Always, always support their dreams. Always support their weird quirks. I just don't want them to be tainted by this world. I want them to let this world change who they are because I love my kids' hearts. They're, you know, they, they're open-minded. They're loving, compassionate people. I don't ever want them to let the world uh, change that. Mm-hmm. And definitely, not last, but this is the last one I'm mentioning, but I um, definitely want them to have a, their own personal personal understanding and relationship with God. You know, because I always tell them about, you know, church, like, you know, I had to step away from church just to learn who, who God was outside of church. I told them, don't follow what I say. Study it for yourself. Get close to God. You have to have your own independent relationship of God is not what I say, you know, just, but do you. So I always encourage my kids just to really pursue who they are and, and, and embrace their uniqueness. Cause a lot of times we live in a society where, you know, if you're different than people, people want to make you feel bad, make you fit this norm. My, none of my kids are normal and they love right, it. Right. And we embrace that. We celebrate that in the house. Like, yo, said that too, yeah. yeah. So that's my goals for my kids. Man, ain't yeah. no such thing as normal. 
No, it is. Normal's overrated. Yeah. Not now these days. Yeah. And speaking of overrated, let's just go ahead and segue into this. You you ready? That's supposed to be at the end of the show. But I'm ready. Let's I'm go. Sorry. Let's go. Go. You know, a segue is a great segue. <laughs> not when it's forced. You forced it. Come on, let's go. Go, go. You said the word overrated. So <laughs> that was your cue. I could, I go, go ahead, Puzz. Do you? So, fellas, how how do we how do you all feel about Father's Day in comparisons to Mother's Day? Mm. 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 It's like night and day. It is night and day. <laughs> you know what, Bob? You know, I hear you. And um, your father's day gets, you know, we get, I think we get shafted on everything. Mm. But my biggest pet peeve, I know we're going to segue again. My biggest pet peeve is fathers already get the shaft on Father's Day. Then you got women who raising their kids and they're going to celebrate Father's Day. No, oh. that, that burns me more than anything. I don't care what role you play. If you Father's Day is for Father's Day is for fathers. If you are not a father, you don't celebrate Father's Day. You know what Father's Day it feels like, really? Just like it just feels like words on a calendar. Wow, that's it. Wow. Hey, Father's Day. Really sad too, and that's sad because there's four fathers in here who are great fathers. Yeah, to their children. But the fact that and I and I I agree with you. It's like you know. My family personally, like, okay, so it took for my father mm-hmm. to call my entire family out mm-hmm. about how we go all out for mom yeah. and do the basics for him. And my father is truly the backbone of our family. That mm-hmm. man is, you know what I'm saying, almost pushing 60 and will still get out in the field and work. I mean, like yeah. physically right. work, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And um, he's the kind of man who don't really want a lot. He he just want to be recognized. He don't want. He ain't asking for a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? And my man just he just let the whole family have it. He was it, <laughs> it was dope. it was right after yeah. we went all out mm-hmm. for my mother, mm-hmm. and he just let it be known. He was just like, I don't ask y'all for nothing, and I normally keep my mouth shut, and I have been for all these years. But mm-hmm. he was like, but enough is enough. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying y'all don't do hardly half of what y'all do for me. And I'm like, and I'm equal to y'all mother. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it made off, we felt like pure crap. Mm-hmm. Because we actually took on the spirit of how the world does mothers versus fathers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And did not even, and yeah. me, I'm so concerned about what my kids want to do for me for Father's Day. I'm kind of slick shafting my father, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm concerned about my children. Mm-hmm. And it was because it was, it was, it was just, it was a lot. But when he said that, it opened up our eyes. So now their days are equal. Mm-hmm. Like we nice. go all out for the both of them. And my nice. father still to this day is like, my version of going all out is taking me out to get me something. You know what I'm saying? Give me that little, what they call that Pentecostal handshake, a little something in your hand when you mm-hmm. shake, when you shake my hand and, and I'm good. But you know, he don't. I don't think a lot of men really require a lot. Nah, we, yeah. we just want recognition. It's just that we know that it's not recognized. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, it sucks because deadbeat fathers are more talked about than the good fathers on Father's Day, and that's why Father's Day is probably like Father's yeah. Day. So I think because the dead, I yeah. think the deadbeat thing reigns. Yeah. So I think they need <laughs> to highlight. It's almost like us. We're few. now. I will. I, I do believe that we are few in number. I do yeah. believe that there yeah. are more deadbeats than there are, there are real fathers out there. However. Why would that not allow you to praise the real fathers? Yes, yeah, celebrate. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we'll celebrate more. Like we're rare. We're a rare breed. Now you know a sad thing. What some people or some women may consider a deadbeat is somebody that may not have money. 
that's but a, a deadbeat. That's not a deadbeat. Not like at a all. deadbeat right. would not even really never seen the child. Don't know the child's name, mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. nothing. No, don't even no care. Participation. Like, yeah. ah, okay, right. I, did I make that baby? I'm right. not sure. Or like, yes. seen the child. It just don't find out. I don't want to have nothing to do with the child. Totally yeah, disconnected. Right. Yeah, That's totally a deadbeat. Totally totally disconnect. to yeah. I know I got a child. I know I got a child mm-hmm. out there. And don't want to have nothing to do. Those are deadbeats. That's right. Because right. I, I mean, I have a. I mean, I, I adopt a lot of kids I didn't conceive, and I, I have one uh, daughter, fourteen years old. Her father has been sending her money from overseas faithfully since she's been born. Hmm. But when he comes in town, he hardly ever sees her. Wow. So I don't cause now. And that, that's a tricky one because it's like um, financially you're taking care of her, but she has absolutely no relationship with you. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's a lot of men out there that don't understand that just giving money to your child is not you supporting her financially, but that's still not raising your child. Not, like you don't even have a relationship with her. See, see, you can't you can't do that, man. You have to you gotta you have to be present yeah. emotionally for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you if you there and you work 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 that's you know yeah you paying the bills yeah you getting that done but on the other side of things you know they need to have a connection with you that's True. you know and that's how Facts. that relationship uh, builds and lasts you know past the time they turn eighteen it's not just True. about getting them to eighteen okay yeah. now I got you to eighteen now you good you know I agree, you gotta bro. you gotta be able to get them past that yeah. And I say as an adult I mean I, I grew up in a single parent household my mom took care of me I didn't really grow up with a father but you know she was out of the house a lot working. You know, I remember that time, but the, you know, and I know we had food and stuff like that, but I, I don't remember that stuff most. I remember times we went together, we went to the movies, the mm. time we spent together. So that stuff, you had to make it a point to invest emotionally and just be present, even though you're working. I know sometimes, especially if you're a single parent, you got to work a lot more, but that time is what the kids remember. They don't remember right. how much you worked. They remember what you did when you were with them, how they felt when you came home. You know, when you kick back and watch the show with him, like I remember, um, he's having a stepfather for a little while. He would work all the time, but the times he came home and we played checkers, those were some of the greatest days of my childhood. Like, cause we just, I just had that attention. Right. You know what I mean? It was awesome. But well, you know what a big difference is, I think, between uh, fathers and mothers. For the fathers that do well, there's always sometimes, and this is not to bash the women, but it's a lot of women that constantly say. Your father isn't nothing. Your father mm. ain't doing this. Your father's not. Your father is ah blah blah. But we don't do that. Like there's um, plenty of men that I know that had situations with their, you know, kids' mom, mm-hmm. but they would never talk bad about the kids' mom. Yeah. They would be like, "That's your mom. Respect her." Period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. End of story. You know. But we get the he's not gonna come through. Don't you depend on him? You, that's, you know, that's, that's, like a, that's like a woman right. scorned right there. It's right, right. It's bitterness. It's, it's mm. a woman that's bitter from the situation that her and the father done went through. Yeah. And and her her way of pretty much what she's doing is putting that negative energy on her child from her experience with the father. Mm-hmm. Because you do have men where they don't want to have nothing to do with the mom, but mm-hmm. they want to have everything to do with their child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the woman mm-hmm. is like, so if you don't want me, you can't have the child either. Like, That's you horrible. know, now you're going into trying to dictate when he can and can't see his child, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's always some form of drama because you legit mad that you want your child, but not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of things that, you know, I, women do. They, um, that's why I mean it's funny we even having this conversation. I just before I owe my way over here, I'm telling a friend of mine. She's telling me that her, her son is only eight years old and he he misses his father. Mm-hmm. His father 
did six years in the pen, got out, uh, didn't really spend time with him for about two days. He been out for three years, ain't uh-huh. seen him since. You know what I'm saying? So this boy, eight years old, is longing for his dad. And right. she's like, mm-hmm. I can't understand why he just won't forget about him. Like, he got you. He got so many other real men in his life. And I'm like, you have to understand, it took two human beings to create this boy. Right. Yeah. He's going to feel incomplete until he finds some form of connection That's right. with, with, with his father. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even going to the, into the Bible... The last book of the Bible before the Old Testament ends, God strictly is talking about men coming back to being fathers to mm. the fatherless. Mm. So I feel like for God to have that be the last words he say in the Old Testament before he decided to be quiet for 400 years, that was that's that, that means so much to him that men who don't even, you could just not even have conceived a child, but it's important yeah. for real men in this world to be father to their own kids and fatherless kids. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of women like like my homegirl who don't understand why he won't let go of his father. Like, to me, that's such an incorrect statement to make. But if you don't know any better, you just want your child to be happy. And you see your child got five of the good men in his life, but ain't none of them his actual bloodline father. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the disconnect is there and I'm like, it takes prayer because the the ultimate thing is his father got to want to change. Yeah, and true. Nobody can make his father change. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm like, our hearts is going out for my eight-year-old nephew who is, I mean, he brings his father up all the time. I ain't seen his father in two, three years, but bring him up constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a strong yearn to want to be with his pops. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, those are the situations that hurt me to my core. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I can't do nothing but pray about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's the, it goes back to the, the woman. Um, she wasn't dogging him out, but yet she's telling him, you should try to. F- Forget, Forget about, about him. him. Yeah, and that's not mm. a correct thing to say to your child. You don't. You don't want to say that to. A I kid. think she's right. trying to protect them with that, though. And, 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 and that's all yeah. it is. It's straight protection because she's crying like she. It hurts her to see him mm-hmm. yearning for a man yeah. who don't want him. Yeah. So in her eyes, you know, and then and then a lot, a lot of times, like I said, not not to bash women, but women do protect. They will protect their child at all costs, and sometimes telling them. Things incorrectly about their father, and they mind they, they they protecting them, but they just hurting them. Period. Right. And I and I've experienced where after so long, when you keep dogging that father out, when that child get older, some part of them gonna resent you yeah. for always yeah. bashing their father, mm-hmm. especially if they meet their father and they and form they a learn. relationship the yeah. and they learn uh-huh. that you left out a lot of stuff you did, mom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it just wasn't all dad, and mm. now they grown and they halfway like in their mom now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got no business bashing any parent to your kids, whether you're a single father or a single mother. You know, that that's that's something you shouldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I got a question, though. What could we do? I asked the questions around here, Flo. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, though. <laughs> what, is it anything that we could do to, like, really change the perspective of how it flows when it comes to Father's Day? Well, what do you want to see change? I mean, I mean, I think that's where it starts. Like, what, what, what do, do we always want as men? Respect, respect, respect. true, and to truly be acknowledged. Like, yeah. like to 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 really legit hear that there are women out there talking about can we get recognition on Father's Day because they single mothers? <sighs> like that, that I saw, I saw a post like that. That on upsets Facebook the hell like out of me weeks ago, and I was like, is it, has this word really gotten to that point to where you're going to totally disregard all the good men that that are here on this yeah. planet? Mm. So I, I would say it would take something like 
uh, a band of brothers getting together mm-hmm. to recognize Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And reaching out. Like, even if we don't do something but just get together and have one big old shindig. You know what I'm saying? we're going to do this every year. Yeah, every yeah. year. And yeah, it yeah. becomes a thing where we do it every year. I thought about doing something like that. People start hearing about too. it and then they like, yo, I'm going to the eight to the what you doing on the Father's Day joint. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, that would hmm. just be awesome to me. I think that would be a Let's do it. start. Yep. Let's do it next yeah. year. It's, it's, yeah. Shoot, man. You know how I roll. I, we can do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me think yeah. about how um, yeah. Ryan Cameron always did the um, father-daughter dance every year. Yeah. And mm. it got so huge. Right. You know, like I never went. But when I would hit a commercial, I'd be like, man, I'm going to that. Yeah. yeah. Because it just felt good. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, Something for the Fathers would be a dope idea. Yeah. That would, that would, that would I like good. that title, too. Something for the Fathers. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, I just made it up. And actually, that could be it. <laughs> yeah. Something, something for, for the, the fathers. fathers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, literally. I honestly think that would start a whole movie. It oh, yeah, would, because there's a lot of good fathers out there that don't get recognized, and we need it. So when y'all talk about the... Um, you know, the fathers not being recognized like the mothers. Like, when I see Mother's Day, like, I see events all mm. over the city. <laughs> yeah. I see... No, I'm just... I'm just so I'm, so I'm just kind of I'm just kind of asking the question, though. Cause I see events. I see ch- churches. You, you hear all the time, CME Christians, tr- Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter, the church going to be full. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, what... I mean, is that what y'all are trying to see in, in Father's Day? Like, that same type of recognition, that same type of... Uh, I think effort. It should be balanced. Though. It should be balanced. It should, I think it should be that should same be kind of effort. I mean, I really don't want to go to church on Father's Day. I'd rather just sit home and chill and they <laughs> cook for me or something like that. But I mean, I just think it needs to be the same amount of, uh, like you said, recognition, but the effort that goes to all that stuff. It's a lot of stuff. You see people selling baskets on the side of the road. It's like oh, yeah. stores I've are never selling. never seen you know. that on Father's yeah. Day. Yeah. 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 But what, what would be honestly, the Father's Day basket? Honestly, honestly, like, okay, so people of America and all other countries, we, we don't want any more ties. <laughs> I've never gotten the top. We don't want. Eat, we don't want. I, I, well, I, let me speak for me. I don't want any more ties. I don't want any more colognes. I don't even wear cologne. I wear oil. Me too. I don't, I don't want any more tools. I have enough tools. I have enough. You know tools. what I'm saying? That's like, us the work. It's like those are the three major things True. that you get on Father's Day. But I guess you know it, it, it might be some ignorance though. Like, what do you get fathers for Father's Day? Whatever it what is that the, the actual like? individual father likes. Yeah, I got you. Like I got my you. thing, and the sad part is, is you can add the world to that because the world is what put cologne ties and tools on sale yeah. for Father's Day. Give right. me a drone. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking drone. about. Give me a drone. Let's do this while we got everybody's ears pushed. We're gonna go around. We say what we want for Father's. <laughs> I'm like my daddy, man. I just, I just want real recognition. Just recognition, you know like real. It ain't. I mean, I ain't got to be treated on nothing. But my thing is, if you gonna treat treat me just how you treat the mothers, yeah, I'm leaving. I feel like you. That. What you want, Flo? I mean, you said you, you know, said a drone. I got to be honest because I hang out with you know honest people most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The drone would work, but I really want my LS four sixty L. I'm tired of driving my work truck. I feel my work truck smell like a work truck right now. And I don't even feel like cleaning it up, so I want to get in my fresh smelling L. You know, you. LS four sixty and ride. I, hear, I just on Father's Day, I, hear, I'll I just ride down the road right. in my new whip, <laughs> saying, "Lord, I thank you that I have beautiful children." That's all. Right. Right. There you go. Right. Well, I like to eat, so y'all can just grill me a couple steaks, enough so I can get full. Not just the one little small steak, but I want to be able to get full off of just steak. That'll be good. Y'all know I like movies, so a gift card to Walmart, I buy my own movies. Mm. That's all I need. There you go. And recognition. That's it. Man, your father's day will be short, real quick. <laughs> Done. That's it. Just steak and, and the gift card to Walmart. And come with me. <laughs> no, just oh, say, just, come with me. 
<laughs> no, I, honestly though, like if I could really just make it simple, I, w- I would like really like to just sit down with the kids and just chill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether if it's us eating together, yeah. Because I don't get to see all my kids because they grown now. Mm-hmm. And one of them and famous is, is like all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one is soon to be all over the world. And my daughter, like, she's kind of like the um, the glue right now. Okay. Because I can get up in the morning and it's a text from her every morning. Love you, Dad. Oh, that's what's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and 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 it's it's like the best thing in the world. I mean. Man, having kids is like great, man. You know, well, felt, y'all just you know, I just had a moment. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you just had a moment. Man. You made me think of something. I'm, we gonna get to you, Rob. I know you got. I know you got oh. your wish list too. But man, uh, I got a long wish list. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, so for mine, yeah, if y'all can't do steak, <laughs> which my kids are a little bit young, only have one that works. But seriously though, I mean, just spend time with your dad. And for me, y'all know I like words of affirmation. I like letters. So y'all can just write me, tell me how I impacted your lives. That means a lot. Mm. That means a lot. That's you know, because a lot of times. As a parent, you know, you're teaching your kids. You're trying to teach your kids. And sometimes you don't know if it's sick of them because kids are hard-headed. They're stubborn. They act like they mm-hmm. get up on you, like you get on their nerves by trying to teach them something to benefit them. Right. So, you know, when you get letters that's telling you, um, when you get letters from your kids telling you how they impact your life, it means a lot. Like, Pudge, you shared something on Facebook with your daughter wrote to you, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that. And this, uh, now, let me ask y'all something. Well, Rob, well, nah, because even when kids are that age, have y'all ever had an experience where, your child just reached out to you and just said something like right in the time when you needed. Like your child encouraged you, encouraged you right when you needed it, and they had no idea you was going through something. Mm, yeah, that's that connection yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's happened. what my daughter did to me. Yes, I mean she literally texted me at two fifty three in the morning. Dang, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I woke up to that text and was just bawling. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I'm like, you know, it. It's always when. I don't, I don't think women will wholeheartedly understand what a what a black man has to actually go through just wearing black skin and being a male in mm-hmm. America. <clears throat> there's a certain type of internal weight that we carry. Yeah, being That's... men, you know what I'm saying. That is hard to express uh, openly, you know, audibly. To me, it's hard to express audibly. Like Abba knows exactly how I feel. You know, what I'm saying I don't really have to explain it to him I just talk to him about how it makes me feel mm-hmm. but I believe every black man go whether they even acknowledge to it or not they go through something mm-hmm. so to hear some encouragement from one of your seeds mm-hmm. right when you having yeah, those type yeah. of moments man that thing was just it, it just it'll mess you up you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying yeah, even, yeah. even when your kids are young you know what I'm saying when you pay attention to them they'll walk, they'll walk up to you and just tell you something just so encouraging, loving, and they don't have a clue that you're going something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you needed it at that time. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's right. big. Let's not let's not overlook your list, Rob. I know you got a list. Come on, <laughs> man. Well, well, push just outshined. You know everything I was about to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like now, now, now my list feels shallow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, shoot, like no, nah, but um. You know, I was just going to say, man, like you said, that recognition of, yeah. you know, hey, hey, you know, um, definitely, you know, uh, you're a good father. You you do for us. You love on us. You know, all that good stuff. You know, take take me out to eat. Make me breakfast in bed. You know, throw some Guitar Center gift cards in there. That'll yeah, be good yeah. for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, you know, put a little money on that Guitar Center gift card for me. You know what I'm saying? A little stuff like that. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything super extravagant. It just, you know. If it's it's a day, it's a holiday, so you know, make the day about me. If you know, mm-hmm. recognize me like you do. Yeah, exactly. Like you do. That's you all we're asking for. That's all we ask for. Recognition. Mill, you here? Take notes. Tell your tell your siblings. Y'all have a meeting because y'all gotta have a meeting. <laughs> y'all need to have that meeting. There's no excuse. You sat here. Y'all gonna hear it again too. 
<laughs> I'm sending this to all their phones. When this is recorded, I'm sending it to all their phones. All right, y'all ready for the next question? Yeah. Let's go. All right, proudest moment or some proud moments of being a father? Nah, that's a lot, that's that's a a lot, lot of that. Yeah, that's I, especially when you got more than one yeah. child. Okay. Just something that stands out. I don't have to be, you could say something about every kid. All right, somebody want to take it first? Cause Rob, you thinking? I'll I, I take it first. I'll take right. it first. Uh, the one that pops out right now in my head, um, getting a call from uh, my daughter's teacher uh, when she was in, I guess, what was she in? The uh, first grade. And uh, they told us that she was reading on a third grade level, man. That was a really proud Dope. moment for me. You mm. know, just mm. just knowing that my daughter was doing well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and being, you know, the person that we, you know, tried to raise her up to be and the person that we prayed for her to be, you know what I'm saying? Amen. That was a real proud moment. All right, that made me ready then. Right, good. <laughs> so, so I'll start from the youngest on up. All right. Um, for my daughter, which is 20, when she came to the house to pick up her car, and said, Dad, you're taking too long to teach me how to drive. I came over with my new driving teacher, and she rolled out with her car. That's what's oh, up. And she's been driving, yeah. you know, ever since. Yeah. Like she's she got to get a license this next week. Mm-hmm. So um, then for my middle one, when he released his single, his first, you know, first record. Tell people you know. who your son is, Flo. Well, okay, I have two sons, um, black, 6LACK. You know, some of them try to say it wrong but it's, it's black <laughs> yeah. um black is my oldest son and i-47 is my youngest yeah he just released a single and i think for my oldest my most proudest moment it was when he flew me to um uh new york for the grammys that's wow. huge man that's, 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 that's huge, huge. Yeah. so just watching him in his element mm-hmm. and and how he handles it all you know what i'm saying it's like that's it, it makes me proud because he's so humble. You know what yeah, I mean? That's and good. all of these people around him and this and he just be cool. He just be like, Yeah, you know. Like, hey man, I just wanted to give you this five million dollars. And he'd be like, Yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could have that kind of command. Yeah, me too. I wish I, I, my, I wish his, I had that kind of issue. You know what I'm saying? That's just his character. Yeah, he's just you. a laid back, you know, but the you know, I man, seeing my daughter get her car and Take it away, like I got this, Dad. Mm-hmm. You're moving too slow. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, her being proactive was yeah, like, yo, that's, that's dope. dope. You yeah, know, so. taking that initiative. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then yeah. my the middle one, just seeing how he handles, how he appreciates people that do things for him is like great to me. Because mm-hmm. if somebody just bought the 99 cent single, he'll walk up to him and be like, "Yo, I saw you got my single, yo. That's what's up." Like oh. I, pre- like he just shows that gratitude, and I'm that's like, "Yo, up, that's good character, right?" It there. is. Really is. Yeah. That'll yeah. stick with the customer. That's that's that made people want to support him more. Yep. And that's yeah. how you keep fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep fans, man. When you actually interact with them, yep. yeah. Yep. yeah. And that, yep. and that gratitude, man, of mm-hmm. of not like that, because a lot of artists get that entitlement of, "Yeah, I'm yep. I'm dope like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have my single." You know, what I'm yeah, saying? the worst but, boy. I can't stand that, man. Like. You gotta stay humble. Yeah. But you got some? Uh, I don't have all my. I'm, I'm thinking of. I got four. I'm thinking individuals all four. I got three down. I need one more. So all right, cool. <laughs> don't leave that third. Don't leave that fourth one out. You'll be in trouble. All right, so I got four kids. Like Pud said, um, I have four kids as well, rather. Um, the proudest moment of my oldest is probably when she started taking sign language. And now mm-hmm. she's fluent. Now she has like a her uh, certificates. So like she's a certified sign language person. Like she can translate. Oh. And that's, I think that's really huge. Um, my middle, ch- well, my middle child, my second child, November. Um, she can sing really well. She's a very good singer. 
and she was always like not she was shy she was very shy mm-hmm. so I, I told her like yo god gave you this gift you need to let it out you know just step up and take take uh be proactive so now you know she's joined you know she's on the chorus she's singing i'm going to perform so every time i see her sing and stepping out that box more she's even mm-hmm. been in the studio with dice gamble and it's been cool like just seeing her develop her gift and walking like and knowing where she thought i was just kind of hiding and being shy right. you know um my youngest daughter seren i'm always proud when i hear people talk about it. like yo you, you know her she sends no her teacher sends notes home how how friendly she is how humble she is not humble but friendly and uh, mm-hmm. a people person right. same thing with my son a lot of my coworkers. See my son, they always come to me, yo, your son is cool, man. That's a real cool son you got there, man. <laughs> they talk about how much he shook. Because we go to, like, Wetlands festivals and stuff, and he and he has his own little display. He's showing the little skeletons <laughs> and stuff. And, and everybody remembers that. Like, yo, your son is real cool. I like your kids, man. So every time anyone comes up to me, you know, I tell I can say it's for everybody in here. Anytime somebody comes up to you and say, um, you did a good, great job with your kids, it's a proud moment. I'm sure oh, everyone yeah, in here yeah, has yeah, heard yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, this yeah. Is like, that never gets old. It nah, never it gets it old. Never so, <laughs> so those are my proud moments. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so my oldest, um, it was when uh, he uh, was determined to join join ROTC okay. and play football at the same time, mm-hmm. and he mastered it. Dope, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah. and, and and the people in the school was letting him know that's going to be a challenge, like. You know, and you still got to do school work on top of mm-hmm. all this extra. And he, he he put his mindset to it, and he mastered it. So wow. that was like dope because I'm like, I don't see how you physically are even keeping up yeah. with the, the workout from football and then the training from ROTC. So that was huge problem. My okay. um, my 18 year old it, it's what I see. It's like Flo was saying earlier when you see. A part of you and your child. Mm-hmm. He's the protector. He, he he's not the protector. He's the one that's going to help you raise everybody else. Mm-hmm. All the younger siblings. He's that responsible one when when no adult is in the house, mm-hmm. and it's natural. So it's a, it's always proud when I see him. Like it's it, it doesn't. I mean, the boy could be like sleeping, trying to take a nap, and he'll roll over, and be like ah. But that you know, so it's like right, right. natural instinct. Right. So it's mm-hmm. and, and so it's a it's a beautiful thing to see that my um my sixteen year old Rob can attest to this. The boy's music. Yes, I can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. Um He's a beast. He blew my mind, you know what I'm saying? Like he he, he still keep blowing. and I know I know Flo can relate to that. He yeah. still continues to blow my mind. He's only sixteen years old and his 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 lyrical content is a mixture of eighties, nineties, mm. and and millennial. Nice. Mm. And I and I'm like I, I didn't I me personally I'm like how you mix a millennial with nineties, but it was it works. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So um and my daughter, it's just that she hits me like the how, how I was talking about earlier. It's just a that's a that's something that um. That's something that other people in my family do. So she's taking on the spirit of being an encourager. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that it's that when she when she see I'm always proud of because when she gets around people, she can always tell if energy is negative or positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it's negative, good. she'll start speaking positive. Mm-hmm. Or be like, Dad, we don't need to be here too long. She was like, you know what I'm saying? Like that the energy is not good here. And I may be thinking I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everything's fine, but but she can she, feel it. Yeah, yeah, she can feel it, and then she's a seer. You know what yeah, she's yeah. a seer. So you know, so it's a those those are my proud moments. Yeah, mm. that's what's up, man. That's dope. All right, so, so some more some tough questions for you guys. 
What are some of your biggest challenges as a father? Hmm. Trying to I look plain <laughs> and simple. Trying to remain humble. Trying to remain safe and sane. <laughs> safe and sane. Yeah, literally. And mm-hmm. I and I'm and I'm strictly coming from a direction of like harassment from uh, law enforcement. You know right. what I'm saying? Be- mm-hmm. Because my 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 19 year old when he was like eight months, I got pulled over. Maybe by, you tell me you about that. I got pulled over, and it was. In that moment, I was a brand new dad. Mm. So nothing was going to stop me from continuing to, to be a brand new dad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but back then, I was still wild and I was still real deep off in the street. So mm-hmm. a cop pulling over, I'm, my, my whole buck was ready. But that was the first time there was no buck. I just wanted to get home mm. with my son in the back seat. You know what I'm saying? And I got harassed like real strongly by a black cop. Oh, wow. And it took for the white cop, which was his partner, to come over and start arguing with him. It was like, this man, like, how does this man just rob somebody? He got a trunk, he got a, a backseat full of groceries and a car seat with a kid in it. Yeah, that's not a like, robber. It's, it's clearly we got the wrong person. <laughs> right. But right. you know what I'm saying? But I remember how humble I was. I remember mm. the challenge of wanting to spaz out, but kept looking at my son. Mm-hmm. So since then, it's it, everything, when I, when I want to, Act out of character, my kids are the first thing come to my mind. Same. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and that that reels me back in, but that is a challenge. Yeah. That is a challenge, especially when you when you know for a fact that you are being done unjustly, you are being done extremely wrong, and then it's happening in front of your children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm uh a lot of men face pride issues. You know what I'm saying? Just the pride of Somebody literally, you know, saying trying to slam you on the ground in front of your children, and you ain't done nothing. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like, so that that's my personal challenge. I got you. I got you. Hmm. I can think about one of my older, like in the past challenges was when I was doing ministry because I okay. spent less time. I was with them, mm-hmm. but I spent less time with them. I got you. I was so focused on all of these screaming five thousand kids and. Pouring into them and pouring into mm-hmm. everything and everybody else. And even though I was still around, I didn't give them the attention during those times. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So that me thinking about that sometimes make me be like, hey, man. I understand that. Ministry was everything so much to me that I was like, gone, 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 yeah. gone, gone, gone. Mm. So I think um, when I look back, that was that was a challenge. and. And and even with the finances then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have all the money that I wanted to always do everything that I could think of mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. That bothered me because I'm like, man, I just want to go take a trip with them right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like me, um, But, you know, now I guess I'm just, I'm happy with where I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I see everything coming around and falling into place, so... And and I make sure all the time I'm spending time with them. You know, whenever they call, like, "Hey, what you doing, Dad? What you want to do? Let's hook up." All right, cool. Even if even if I got to take, cause I live in Buford, they live in Covington. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's a stretch, but it's right. like, all right, I see you. Let's do it. But they all got cars now. Hey, <laughs> that's what's up. Man, I, I think my biggest challenge is is the balance of being trying to be the provider. And trying to be that that loving, you know, uh, close, nurturing dad. Because, mm-hmm. uh, um, 
you know, the way I work right now, I'm freelancing and, um, you know, so I could be, you know, working early four, three, four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, 11, 12, one in the morning, you know, 11, 12 at night, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and all throughout the day. Um, so when I get home, I'm tired, man. I want to sit down somewhere. I want to lay down mm-hmm. somewhere. I want to just zone out. And, you know, they're still little. They want to climb on top of me. Daddy, you know, I did this today and I did that. And trying to, you know, just just maintain that balance of, all right, you know. Um, and then and then on the other side of that, trying to trying to save money, but then still wanting to be able to do stuff for them and with them, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm glad this year we, we hadn't got uh, – we used to get six flag season passes and we hadn't got them in a couple of years. But this year we went ahead and got them. Mm-hmm. So I know, you know, when I have a weekend day off or, or even a day during the week off, especially this summer, you know, we can just – Take the day and just all right. Look, we're just gonna ride out the Six Flags, you know, and just remembering mm-hmm. to do those things and yeah. uh, challenging myself to to have that balance to where it's not it's not okay. I'm just a provider and I'm just this, but I can also change modes up real quick so I can be there for them and and enjoy these times while they're still young and while they're still mm-hmm. small, you know. I got you. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's similar to my challenge. My um, I have four kids. As I said earlier, my challenge. One of my I have two challenges really, but um, that I want to mention um. But my challenge is being able to spend that time where we're all together and then spend an individual time with each kid, you know, because each of them, sometimes I know they just need that one-on-one time with dad. But, like, you got four kids and you provide and you live in life. You got your own life. You got your own issues. So it's, sometimes it's hard to get that one-on-one time with all the kids in, a, in enough time where they just feel like they need that one-on-one time, which is that's one of my biggest challenges. I guess balance. Yeah. And then the other one is just me being the example I want them to be. Like, you know, I tell them about having an intimate relationship with God. I want to make sure, I don't want to say like when I'm in front of them, I want to make sure I'm living it, period. But like right. specifically when I'm in front of them, I want to make sure I'm being an example I want them to be, you know, want them to live. So that's my challenges. Okay. Oh, I got quiet. All right, cool. We got <laughs> everybody thinking, like, okay. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, well, here's a good question. This is a deep one too. Any regrets? far as being a father yeah any regrets like something you did to your kids or didn't do like do you not re- do you regret like how you like because everybody oh, yeah. has a learning period you know especially being a new father like, you have any regrets yeah I, uh that you want to share uh I, I regret some of my actions uh going through my divorce okay i you know what i'm saying uh when you get uh, some people, when you get to a place of hurt you ain't never been before, mm-hmm. and you don't even know how you don't even know how unstable you are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you know mentally you are unstable. Like you know that you ain't running from it or nothing like that. Like some of my actions when they were grown, I mean during that process, I definitely wish I could take back. I got you. I, I will say when we as humans we love free will free will is pretty much the the main thing that pretty much damns humans good that goes against god's will mm-hmm. so i was pretty much um so when you do what it is that you want is outside of him he could still make the even the wrong direction you did go he could make a blessing come out of it yeah i guess so you. the blessing in my actions were it caused my kids to sit me down Sit their father down and say, Dad, we love you, but you are doing a lot of things out of character, and we are scared. Mm. Wow. We're nervous. We've been praying, but it don't seem like it's working, so we're talking to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what's so, up. Yeah, and it, it was a real-life moment, but when I say, man, 
the bond that I got with my kids now is so unbreakable because they got to see their raw father. The things mm-hmm. that me and their mom kept from them while we were together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It kind of spilled out. Like, I, 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 I literally took off my mask of not caring how I act, what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I was in a full out, I don't care mode. You know what I'm saying? Because of what I was going through. But it act, but God turned it to where it made us closer. Mm-hmm. So our bond, I mean, we still to this day talk about 2013, 2014 because of how close we got within them two years. Yeah. So, yes, I do because since then I have seen some of those old actions come out in two of my kids. Okay. So it is something, and I'm Caleb, I was talking to about one of them actions and he was like, why? He's like, why you sound like that? I said, I said, because you just said something that came from me, and mm-hmm. it don't make me feel good. And I always think about you and your kids, and I don't want to be the start of a generational curse. I don't want to be the reason why twenty years later I'm watching you cuss at your son, mm-hmm. and I know you got it from me. Right, like wow. you know, what okay. I'm saying? I, I, and and, and it, it's one thing that's that's tormenting me kind of because I'm like, I know that came from me. I can't blame it on your mom. I can't blame it on a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, don't, don't, that's a serious regret. And I'm I'm telling them now, like, be aware of that. Like, you like like you can if you feel like that, I'll I put that on you. We can all pray it off because yeah. I do not want that to follow your children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. That's that was my major regret. Right? That's deep, man. Wow. I think my. Um, regret was when I allowed myself to think a different way when I was dealing with the whole um, while dealing with the whole child support thing. Mm, like, ooh, that could make you think real off. When I was in that, I totally was defeated. You know what I mean? Like, my mind was defeated because it was like I can't see my kids now. Not because of a, you know, a, a agreement that I had to tend to. It was the fact that I couldn't move. I couldn't literally. I couldn't move because it was like, okay, they took my license again because I missed the payment. Oh. Then I get the money up, and then I gotta not only pay child support, but then I gotta get my license reinstated. Yeah, you know, and it kept, and it happened like three or four times to the point where as though I sold my car because I was like, I can't keep my license anyway. Mm. So then I really couldn't see them. Yeah. So then it put me in a situation where um, there were days where I had to walk from my house to the school, then walk my daughter and son to the other apartment where their mom was living or catch a cab. Mm-hmm. And it was like, OK, it took me an hour to get here. Now I got to catch a cab because. I tried walking with them, and that yeah. was yeah. terrible. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, and it's right. it's only like a seven minute drive down the street. <laughs> wow! But it's an hour walk. Yeah, you know yeah. Right. So I think the fact that I allowed myself, knowing who I am, I allowed myself to just get defeated in that situation, mm-hmm. and I missed a lot of time with them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because I was like, I, I don't believe I'm going through this. Right. Yeah. Okay. So since I'm going through it, whatever. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I get it. Right. And it just like time just passing and passing and passing. So mm-hmm. I miss that time. I regret that. Right. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, I I think just for me, um, just little moments uh that that I could have been better. <laughs> like um, you know, just little moments where you know, the kids wanna wanna spend some time with you or wanna hug yeah. on you or different things like that and and, and you know, uh, 
you know, you just in a different mode and you just like, you know, push them away or, you know, all right, go to your room and play some Barbies or do something else, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, just wishing I could take back those little moments and, and do a mm-hmm. better job in those little moments. Um, those are those are the regrets that I have. But, um, you know, we live and we learn and, you know, we get better at doing yeah. things and better at, you know, being fathers. So, yeah. Definitely, you know, want to encourage anybody listening, man. Like, just take advantage of all those little moments because yeah, the moments are gonna come when they don't, they don't want to sit on your lap and they don't want to yeah. come, you know, hug on you and they don't, that's you know. Oh My oldest, sometimes I, I, I had to look at the phone and be like, okay, it's been like two days now, and has he text back yet? Right. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Oh man, my regret is kind of similar to Roberts. It's like um, for me, you know, I regret um, treating my kids like burdens at times. Like I worked a lot of jobs. I I, I used to work. I still work a lot now, but nowhere near where I used to. How I was working back then. There's times I worked three jobs, and you come home, you're tired, you're feeling pulled in different directions, and your kids want stuff, and it's like, you you know, like you said, they wanted a moment. I was like. It just didn't have any patience, you know, and I re- I regret that because I never wanted my kids to feel me, make me make. I never wanted my kids to feel like a burden to me because they're not a burden, they're a blessing. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was times like that I was just so into what I was doing or just into not just not feeling like doing nothing that I wasn't um, as patient as I should have been. And um, when my kids told me I made them feel like a burden, I hurt, you know. So I think that's my biggest regret is not exercising a lot of patience with my kids and just you know just taking that time to be the gentle, loving father that I'm supposed to be. Right. Yeah. So. All right, y'all. Um, we got that's basically it. I got one more thing. Oh no, nope, nope. Sorry, we got one more question. This is a good one. This is a really good one. This is for everybody else out. No, two questions. Sorry, guys. Two one, two questions. Question. Last. Uh, first question. Of the last two is advice to new fathers out there. What advice would you give younger fathers out there, or even your younger selves? Mm, that's good. That's, really that's a real good question. That that needs time to think because it's a lot you can. All right, y'all want y'all want to put that on the table and come back to it. Like, not a <laughs> I got a short one because I think it's really important for you know fathers to learn how to love. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta love yourself, and you have to learn how to love others. Mm-hmm. You know that's like a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He all in last week's podcast. Yeah, we just we just we just literally had a podcast about loving yourself that yeah, posted yeah, actually yeah. posted this week. Yeah. You ain't yeah, feeling you ain't feeling yourself. Yeah, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. You don't know what to do with other people. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm yeah. yeah. You, so, can't. You, you, you can't. Even if you think you do, yeah. you, you won't. Yeah. Even if you think you got it mapped out. The fact that you don't love yourself or even know how, how to, to love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, I mean, it, like you say, it starts with self. We're gonna we're gonna tag that one. So if y'all haven't listened to the Love Yourself uh, podcast, and go back on our <laughs> website. It's the one right before this one. Right. <laughs> so in order to get to that good fatherhood, watch the episode before this. Yes. One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Check your own self love before you get to this. Exactly. This, this one right here. Without your yeah. complete. Yeah, yeah, man. Because you can't really get no bigger than I, I believe that love. Literally just helps you transition into every part of purpose in life. Mm -hmm. I agree. It just gives you the keys to everything you need. Like if you love yourself, you're not going to deny yourself of what's great. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be all, nah, nah, I ain't, I ain't ain't rocking with that. I'm supposed to have this. So this is what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So love is like, like harmony, Mm -hmm. you know, it brings that peace. Right. I agree. Yeah. 
I um I which is all I got melted out with like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> deep like I yo mean, but you know that's love so you yeah. got it's, it's soft you know, yeah it so is it was that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is mine's will be the young fathers man especially young young cats um and. It's no slight to, to men who were raised without fathers in their lives, but I'm really talking to y'all because a lot of a lot of young a lot of men don't know how to be men. A lot mm-hmm. of men don't know how to be gentlemen, so they don't know any better. So to the young cats, when your child is first born, you have to understand that that is the most purest thing in your entire life at that point. Mm-hmm. That child is coming to a tainted world, mm-hmm. but the child isn't tainted. Mm-hmm. 90% of the times, the parents are the ones that tank their children, and that's mm-hmm. where generational curses come from. Mm-hmm. So to the young fathers, always keep positive energy around your child. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about from your energy to your girlfriend's energy or the baby mama's energy or wife energy to everybody else's energy. If it ain't good, keep it away from your child because mm-hmm. – that energy will fall onto your child and you're trying to figure out why y'all just came from Annie Mae Barbecue and now she won't be quiet. You know mm. what I'm saying? Somebody mm. around there done rubbed off on her to mm. where, and you gotta, and people should understand that babies are still very spiritual when they come into this mm. earth. They yeah. still see, they still see angels, they still see spirits, they see every, they are, they, they untainted. They pure yeah. as I don't know what. So pay attention to your child. That's you know what I'm saying? True, boy. Yeah. Pay attention to your child. Your child, and not compare the child to a dog at all, but animals sense when things ain't right on a human being. Mm-hmm. Your, your child will do the same thing at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Your child get to yelling and screaming after being happy <clears throat> for somebody holding them, get your child back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so just, just fathers, pay attention to your children when they that young. Like, really, really um, read to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, read to them. And if you got an opportunity to read to them while they're in the womb, read to them while they're mm-hmm. in the womb. You know what I'm saying? You educating mm-hmm. them at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Play play uh, orchestra symphony music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To them. It soothes their mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that a lot of, you know, men just basically just don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but honestly, you prepping your child up to, you actually setting your child up for great success. Um, and just to have a real good life when you keep that positive energy around them and you just uh, you know what I'm saying make sure that soft music you read into them and stuff like that you'll be amazed at your child like once they come once he or she gets here you know yeah, yeah. that's mine yo um, all I can say is uh, piggyback off of what Sick Flo was saying man um, you know learn learn how to love you know what i'm saying uh because like you said a lot of people don't know how to love mm-hmm. a lot of men don't yeah. know how to love and, <laughs> and um you know learn so so many times man we go into relationships period relationships with friends relationships with with women relationships with our kids and you know we know relationships are a give and take but so many times we looking at what the other person is giving you know more than what we given, and, and in the relationship with your kids, you're you're gonna give more than you're able to take, mm-hmm. and and yeah. you got to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And in the relationship with your kids, you have to be willing to put your needs and wants second to theirs. Um, and you know you gotta. It's kind of like you gotta learn how to do that on the job <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. no other relationship 
you know, has you doing that for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to learn how to do that and, and put, and that's real love right there. You know, mm-hmm. being able to put their needs and wants above your own, yeah. and that's yeah. and that's emotional too, though. Not just the physical needs, not just well, I'm buying this and I'm protecting them. No, you got to put their emotional needs too yeah. mm-hmm. above right. your own. So right. you know, learn that's how true. to do that. That's true. That's good, Rob. I agree. Um, what I want to say to the young fathers or any fathers out there, you know, we kind of touched base on it earlier. Just um, cherish every moment with your kids. Every moment, because those moments do not come back. They they grow up so fast. You're looking like, dang, like they're grown now. Right. Make sure you cherish the moments and uh, make sure we don't get so caught up on providing for them that we forget to be the fathers to mm, them. So, yeah, right. make sure we make time. You know, people say you make time for whatever's important. That's so true. Yeah. I know as a father, sometimes you get so caught up, like, I got to pay the bills, got to keep the lights, and that's important too. But the time that you can spend these kids and shape them while they're young, you can't get that back. So make it a point to spend that time with your kids as much time as you can. And also remember to speak life into them. You know, a lot of, I see a lot of, I'm trying to go negative, but I see a lot of followers say, tell their kids what they can't and can't, can and can't do. If my kid wants to do anything, I'm going to tell them they can do it. That's very important. Yeah. Support starts at home. And it's nothing like having a father or a parent just tell you to believe in you. That's, that should be where your first your first sign of support should come from right there. Mm-hmm. Flo, you got your hand. I'm done with that. No, 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 no. I just wanted to add to yeah. um, never think that a child is too young to learn. Mm, mm-hmm. That's good, too. That's good. We grew up. Where everybody is always saying something in reference to, um, they don't know nothing about that. They too young. Mm, yeah. So you mm. see, you'll see a young father riding, kid in the back, toddler, but he playing his favorite music, mm-hmm. thinking his kid don't understand. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. imagine, you know, I really don't know what Chief Keith raps about, but I heard one of his songs once, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine a young kid riding playing the craziest Chief Keef song, mm-hmm. kid in the back, young young boy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Homeboy riding like, yo, I'm rocking my music, mm-hmm. not understanding, and that music is going into his kid's spirit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Thinking, this yeah. is not going to bother my kid, because my kid is too young. Right. But it's, man, my granddaughter is 15 months, right? Mm-hmm. She don't know, well, nobody told her I'm her grandfather. She don't see me a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But the last time she saw me, when I was leaving, she cried. And she's mm-hmm. like, Reaching for you. you know what I'm saying? And it's like she's probably mm-hmm. seen me maybe five, six times in her life. Yeah. Because they on the go a lot. But she knows. You know what I mean? She knows something. And I watch her play. And she's always playing and looking at me like, hey, check out this. I can do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, did you see me? Grant? You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. like she knows. Uh-huh. So kids, man, no matter how young they are, they're like sponges. Mm-hmm. And they get this stuff. Yeah. So just like, a, a, like parents, if parents are arguing in front of the, the child, that's going into their spirit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. young fathers got to be able to control. And it's kind of, you can't control people. Nah. But like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. energy yeah. how you gotta watch it mm-hmm. like if you're a young dad and you ain't getting along with the mom y'all gotta figure out a better way to communicate in front of that child right. yeah. yeah true right. great advice right that's awesome yeah, I was just thinking like man cause I hit so many people like nah they don't understand that's a baby they pick up they, on it they, they pick up on it they feel all it. of that they, 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 they understand feel a lot more than you do at mm-hmm. that point that's yeah. why some of them can be two years old and figure out how to open your phone up without a passcode mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and then work you, it. You, you stuck. You yeah. tell me how in the world did that happen. Right. Mm-hmm. 
right, this is the last question, guys. It's a tough one because I'm thinking, like, I wrote it down. I'm like, I don't even have an answer for this one. But uh, <laughs> uh, misconception about fathers. What is a misconception about fathers? Uh, I would say one off the rip is that uh, they automatically assume that if a man get put on child support, he automatically going to be like, I don't want nothing to do with the child. Mm. That is that is a lot of men out there, but that is a misconception that all men are immediately going to abandon their child the minute they get put on child support. Like, I know for a fact me and Flo's in the same situation with being put on child support. I ain't abandoned my kids. Mm-hmm. He ain't abandoned his. His situation got hard for him to physically see yeah. his kids. My situation got hard to financially support my other kids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... It's not a misconception because when you are a, when you are a real man, even if you unjustly have been put on child support, you are not going to abandon your children. Right? Mm-hmm. So I believe that's a misconception that okay. a lot of women think, "Oh, child, so as you put that on child support, you know, saying so you got to worry about him and doing nothing for your child, he's going to be acting like the money you get from him, and that's all they're supposed to do." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I say the misconception that we just like 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 we don't care. People mm. think that we don't care. Yeah, oh, but, we, but we just relate different. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but it's also a misconception that that actual system works because it doesn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> or, a huge or, misconception. Or it works for those that have set it up. How yeah, about that? That's, that's, oh, yeah, there we go. Because it, it don't, it don't it work for the fathers. It definitely works for the ones that set it up because yeah. they mm-hmm. set themselves up to get commissioned off of yeah. the man paying child support. You know what I'm saying? But it's even deeper than that because there's always a huge tear right there when that begins because there's a lot of people that never even want to agree to doing child support mm-hmm. but they're made to yeah, do right. child support that is yeah. so true right. you know yeah. what I'm saying so, so, so true and it's so true especially when you the sad part is is you have a better chance of not being put on child support if you were married depending on how your marriage was mm. but in the state of Georgia if it's just a baby mom and baby daddy let me let y'all brothers know in the state of Georgia, you have no rights to your child when your child is 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 born unless you get legitimized. If you don't get legitimized, the only thing you have rights to is to pay child support. Wow. They're gonna look at you, they gonna if you, the minute you sign that birth certificate, you have just set yourself up to be able to pay child support. But any kind of custody, you have no rights. They're gonna look at you like, are you legitimizing? When the minute you be like, no, or well, what's that? They're gonna be like, Go sit over there and have a seat, and we'll get back with you. Now, well, I'm, what is I'm talking from my own experience. Well, it sounds saying. like now, you are. <laughs> right. now, now, what is that? What is? How do you get legitimized? Legitimized, legitimized. in the state of Georgia, um, when you have a child with someone that you're not married to, you have to get what they call legitimized. Legitima- legitimization basically says you have rights to your child. You have rights. To, you have same equal rights as the mother. Okay. You can uh, visit the child whenever you want to, or y'all come over in agreement. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't do that, she could move to China and with your without kid. your say-so, mm. with your kid, and you can't do anything about it. Mm. But that's just in the state of Georgia. All states have a different... Some states, well, the minute you sign the birth certificate, you automatically have rights to the child like the mother do. But in the state of Georgia, you had to go through an extra process to you. And then when you go through that process, you can even try to do a custody battle mm. at that time. Or y'all, if y'all are, are in agreement, y'all could just set up when you know you want to see the child and stuff like that, the only downfall is like Flo was saying earlier, like the the system is like kind of when when you're made to be put on child support. Mm-hmm. The downfall of legitimization is 
Now the government is in your business. Right. Mm -hmm. Now they want you to set a schedule of how y'all going to care for this child. And now they want to be in control of that schedule and and enforce it. Right. And that's the, and that's, that's where a lot of men be like, F that. Yeah. You know, well, pride, especially with pride, there ain't no course about to be telling me what I can do for my child, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even be there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then it's, um, you know, but then you have some salty mothers that's like, well, if you ain't, then you ain't seeing him. You know what I'm saying? So it's, wow. it's, 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 it's one of the things where, yes, brothers, you got to be legitimized to have rights to your child in the state of Georgia. Mm. Man, I just, you know, I, I kind of, I hate the fact that there are a lot of, men that won't be fathers mm-hmm. because that the percentage of them make it bad for mm-hmm. all of the good fathers mm-hmm. so it's like dude if you're not gonna father the child don't sleep with the girl right <laughs> you know right what I'm yeah. well, down to like because yeah. i know of a guy that just had a baby and he has a son and he lives like within a three mile radius of his first son he does not deal with them at all. And he's only three miles away? And he has a whole new... Because he has a better relationship with the oh. other mother, he spends more time mm. with, you know, the new yeah. versus his wow. firstborn. Wow, that's 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 ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, in hearing about it sometimes, I'm like, man, dude, he's he's terrible. You know what I mean? Like... And there's so many cases like that, man, where somebody have a child and they live right around the corner from them, but ain't never seen them, won't take care of them. And then meet a, meet a chick who has a baby that ain't his and, and fully supporting the other child, but right. not even taking care of your own. Like, right. I, I've heard so many of them, them cases. And it, I think it's like you said, Flo, the, the, the men, the bad seeds make the good ones mm-hmm. look make us all look bad. It seems like there's so many bad seeds that people don't even want to recognize the good ones. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. why Father's Day has sucked. <laughs> that's so so many, he's so good up like that. And that's why Father's Day And on that note. For so long. For so long. <laughs> you got any, Rob? Um, just, just the one, and um, this was a misconception I actually held for a long time, um, about, about black fathers not being there for their kids specifically. Mm. And the reason why I fell for it was because, um, well, the part of the reason why I fell for it was because my father wasn't there in my life mm-hmm. growing up. I didn't meet my dad so I was uh, 18 years old. Oh, wow. And um, I think I think there were multiple reasons for that. But, um, you know, after meeting him, you know, it was like, you know, yo, like, you know, he, it was, it was weird because it was like, you know, why did it take this long? Because now all of a sudden... You know, we hanging out now. All of a sudden, we going places. You know, you wanna you wanna get to know me. I wanna you know, and and to this day, like I'm still getting to know him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I realize even you know just recently that the that the fact that black fathers aren't in their kids' lives is not a fact, and it, it is a misconception. Um, it's not as and you know they use different things. They you know because you can make a statistic 
pretty much say what you'd like it to say, you know, if you say it a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, oh, well, well, their parents aren't married, so the father's not in the home. Mm -hmm. So this many kids don't have fathers in the home. Well, that doesn't mean their father isn't in their life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and so I I fell for that for a long time until Mm -hmm. recently I'm I'm realizing, like, yo, um, you know, these these dads are in their kids' life. Like, black men do take care of their kids. They love their kids, and, they, and they're and they there. Uh, so that was a big misconception for me that, that recently, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, myth that was busted in my mind recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, wow. That's I good. I didn't think about that one at all. I think one is that um, fathers can't be nurturing. You know, I think the conception is that, you know, the, the mom takes care of the kids, that the emotional needs that nurture the kids, and the father just provides, comes home and provides the discipline with no, like, actual nurturing. Oh, yeah, that's a, you know, that's that's a big one. A and um, I'm looking at all, all the fathers in, in this room are very, very nurturing fathers from what I can tell and from what I know and what I've seen, and my, myself included. I'm I'm single father now, so I have to do both. I don't have I get to do both. But I'm a nurturing father too. But that's something that people don't tend to think about when it comes to father. We always have to protect and the provider and the disciplinarian, and that's it. And then the, and the conception is that the kids go to the mom for the nurturing part. But you know, most of the fathers I actually do know are very nurturing fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, what well, an untold story in my life. Come on, Flo. is for my oldest. His first year, the tables were switched. His mom worked, and I stayed home. Oh wow! Mm. Like I wanted to be what. Yeah, that's dope. Like, I was making the bottles. I was staying up all night. Like, Mm -hmm. it was totally switched because I was afraid to let anybody else watch him Mm -hmm. because that's my, it was my first kid. Yeah. You know, and being that she was already working Mm -hmm. and I was doing a music thing, it was like, well, you, you know, you go ahead, do what you're doing. You already set up. Mm -hmm. I'll stay home. And then when you come home from work, I'll go figure out my life, you know what I mean, yeah. and get this music thing moving. But first year, I couldn't, I couldn't stand to be away from him. I'm like, hold up, man, ain't nobody watching him. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I get it. I got this. Right. I'm walking around with the baby bags and the bottles. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking all about all the time, going to sleep like, like me. Yeah, that was that was my life. Yeah, my kids used to call me Mr. Mom. That. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the roles did switch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I literally. I literally, uh, I quit, it's just, I quit a job and I quit working for Ted Turner and I only did it because God told me to, mm-hmm. but that was one of the best experiences of my life. Mm. But when I quit, she was still working. So the role, like I said, the mm-hmm. role switched. Mm. I went from getting up seven in the morning, getting all four of the kids ready, walking them to the bus stop, mm. you know, saying, coming back, trying to get me as much sleep as I can because mm-hmm. it seemed like. Like Flow can attest to it. Like when you when you shipping them off to school or pre K, by the time you handle your little business or take a little nap, two one forty five two o'clock, it's right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's right back time yeah. to get them yeah. up, and it's like you didn't even really have time to do anything. And after that, like I I literally told her when we were married, yo, I will never in my life talk about a, a, a stay at home mom mm-hmm. never again because. That is a whole job within itself. And it's oh, yeah. also a job mentally. Yeah. Like, I got four small kids. They all, four different personalities running around the house. Yeah. And there's no help. 
<laughs> She's at work and it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you got to help all with homework. You know what I'm saying? Like and in the process of helping with homework, you got to cook dinner. Like mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. are the things that single mom and I salute single moms yeah. because that ain't no easy job. You know what I'm saying? You still can't get our day. That's right. You still can't have our day. I was going to say if you didn't say it. You know what I'm saying? But I honestly, I know some of these single mothers on Mother's Day. I actually say happy Mother's slash Father's Day on Mother's Day because they are both. But you at least you, saying? yeah, but it's on but one day for them. On their, yeah, on their day. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I'm on their day. So yeah. that, that whole, that whole uh, switching the role of having to be, that is a, that when I say, it's a misconception that folks think that that's a light job. Right. Being there a single parent there and actually, go. especially when you got more than one child. I don't care if it's two kids. It's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> so at difference. that point, it's become way more challenging oh. than having that first child. But that, that whole, honestly, after that, when I say I was so happy to go back to work, Cause I was, like, I was like, I was yes, I was like, you know what? You can have this. You can like, like, like I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I can work and you can stay home, like all day long because you can have this. Like it's, I, I, I respect you. I love you so much more and all the single women. But I don't ever want this again. Let me, let me be the man and work. That was my mindset. I hear that. <laughs> working, working was pretty easy compared. Ooh, so much. Yeah. To go into a job, clock in, do your job, leave. Then clock out, yeah. Then clock out, leave. Man, When it's even when you at home, you are never off the clock. The only time you off, the only time you, you go from off the clock to being on call. Mm-hmm. On call is when they sleep. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You ain't even clocked out. You just on call. Because one of them wake up, you got to go and, see what's up with them. And even if they sleep, you still probably doing something else. You might be doing their laundry. You might be getting the That's lunch so or the snack ready. Or you might be doing something else. You could be doing anything Brand while up. they sleep. You know, mm-hmm. so... It's not you. Still not even really. Yeah, you always on the <laughs> you ain't clock. really on call. You have to leave the house to be off the clock in that situation. <laughs> I, I only did that for one week ever. Like, <laughs> you said one week. One week. No, like I did that for one week ever, and I and I told Eric, I was like, I can't, I can't That's do that. Right. Like, like That's you know, right. the only like I don't, I don't know if I could ever like. I applaud you guys. I applaud all the single mothers. <laughs> I don't know for sure that I, I I talk a good game like I could do that if I wanted to, but I don't know for sure that I could ever do that. Right, right. I, I'm with you, Rob. I did it for six weeks. When Keisha had the twins, I had to take care of everybody. You know, so I took off work for six weeks to help her. You know, she couldn't do nothing because she had to have a C-section. So I had to take care of the twins, the older two. I remember going to the store and I had like four kids in one buggy. I had to right. push, I literally pushed two buggies. I had, I had four kids in one buggy. The other buggy was for grocery. I'm literally pushing the buggy in the store. <laughs> and I did that for six weeks, man. And uh, I couldn't wait. And I did physical labor back there. I could not wait to go back to right. work. Like, yo, like. I would rather was, move boxes in a warehouse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it was rough. And I like, so I took like a vacation. She's like, no, you took off work to help. Like, oh. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so what do you need? She's like, I need everything. Like, right. So. So I man, mean, that was so. Right yeah, that's six right. weeks. That taught me a lesson. To like, yo, I, I salute all the single mothers out there. Mothers, period. Yeah, I did better you know? than me. I think I was kind of cut out for it because first, you... first one, second one, third mm-hmm. one. I never worked that first year. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So you was so it was it was mm-hmm. yeah you were I, yeah I wasn't. I wasn't. I, and then when I did go back to work, I hated work. 
Mm. Because you I wanted to be home with your kids. I wanted to be home with the kids, or I was mad that I didn't own the place that I was working for. Mm. I can see that, and I can see that. I Definitely knowing him, I can yeah, always, knowing him, I was yeah. always yeah. mad. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't believe I just clocked in. I'm working for this dude. <laughs> yeah. I think my, my favorite job of all times was when I worked at DBS Sounds. Uh-huh. Oh, I knew because you that, yeah. because it was like working for my brother. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, it was like right. this is a family business. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like work. Right. Yeah. You, you know, even though he used to reprimand me. You know what I'm saying? I would come in there, like, <laughs> so you 15 minutes late. Yeah, but this is only 15 minutes. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then I'd be like, hey, man, you didn't know what it took to get here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to catch a, because I lived in Decatur and I worked in College Park. Uh-huh. So I had to catch a bus to the train, to the train, to the other train, to the airport, to a cab. Yo. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And then I started meeting the cab drivers and they put oh, me on there. Like, yeah, like I had was- a situation $40 a week. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, so you, yeah, you had to set up. You had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I did miss a lot of time from the kids then because yeah. I All had to leave time. out like seven or eight o'clock in the morning to get to work at eleven. Right? Wow! And then I was at work until about eight. So you didn't get home. So I didn't get back 11. home till about eleven. 11. Wow! Dang. So Every day that was making so me not like work. Yeah, man, I didn't miss the whole day of seeing the kids again, and I only got one day off. Wow. You, you got to rest on that day. And when you get home, they sleep. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, yeah, I used to get hit with that. You better not wake them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you want to wake them up. Like, yo, let's sleep. play. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn. I mean, when, when my daughter was born, I, I see, I, I didn't think I could have a girl because I already had three boys. So I, I was like him, but not, I wasn't where he was. Like, I was scared to hold my daughter. Like her first six months, mm-hmm. I, I didn't bathe her. I was because she was so small, and I felt like I would just break her if I just held her. Too. <laughs> and it was just me being mushy because yeah. I actually got a daughter that I didn't think I could have. Yeah, I got so you. so we 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 all for the same era. So uh, that song by Outkast, uh, Prototype mm. by Andre Three Stacks. Oh my god! Like still to this day, I, she's fourteen now, mm. and I play when I play that song. She's like. Dad, is this the song that you kept talking about? When I said, uh, yo, I will come home from work. Mm-hmm. And I and, and at the time, she was like, look, so it's obvious that this attachment with your daughter, I can't do nothing about. So you're going to do something to make sure you put her back to sleep. Because you wake her up every night you come home from work. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I go, yeah. I go home, take a shower, get her right out of the crib. She knocked out and I wake her right up. <laughs> yeah, and, and I go sit on my little rocking chair and I hit prototype. And yeah. we, I just sit there and rock with her and talk to her for like hours yeah. until we fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? That's so, dope, man. And it was it was because I thought I couldn't have a girl. Yeah. And I'm like, then you my but I was so happy that you are a girl and then you're the last. See, I feel like God really showed me some favor. Yeah. Because she got three huge oxes for brothers, you know what I'm saying, before her. So I'm like, I have nothing to worry about. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it is that moment, man, when you when you find that connection with your children, you, you don't want to be away from them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It. But you do. But I still would never want to be Mr. Mom ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so Swig, you ain't have on your list the two most memorable days with your kids. Actually, I did not. I had great experiences, but That's I guess close. I was 
Alright Well you give yours <laughs> Too much I wasn't ready for the question <laughs> <laughs> Well you hit us with the question Okay you know what I, I will give I will give one experience You know what I will give two experiences Because this is came to mind um, One experience You know I do the sanctuary And that's a Christian nightclub And my uh, One of my experiences I remember Was when Um I came home and my kids were having their own little sanctuary party in the basement. Ah, that's dope. They had tickets. They had the. They, they used our flies as tickets. They had the music going. They had our, our mixtape playing. Wow. It's like so that really encouraged me just to see you know my impact just in the home. You know, I didn't really care about who I was impacted at that point outside the home, but like I impacted my kids with the sanctuary. That was one. And another moment was um, is either last Father's Day or, or Father's Day before that. And I always you know my love language is words of affirmation, and. For Father's Day, my kids all wrote me letters mm. thanking me for being the father I have been. You know, mm. just teaching them different things, certain things I didn't even know they appreciated. And uh, to this day, those letters are in frames on my wall in my room. That meant a lot to me. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Well, there you yeah, go. That's real dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, two of mine, one time, I remember one of my favorite cars used to be the Acura Legend. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so, I love Acura Legends. Mm-hmm. My favorite, because I, I had three of them. Um, the, my gold one, which I think I think I always think Luda, Luda bought this one because his car looks his his legend that he has mm-hmm. looks exactly like the one I had. Um, so we riding to, to uh, Adele, Georgia, for me to do this uh, job. I used to um, do all the promotional stuff on the walls, put cut out the posters and design them all at for mm-hmm. record stores. So I had all three of them riding down to Adele, Georgia. We in the car. Screaming hallelujah to the top of our lungs, like everybody. I'm like, y'all, we gonna praise all the way, right? And like, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Riding down the road, right? The exit before uh, my exit that I was supposed to get off, tire blows. I get out of the ride, they in the car, they don't know what's going on. And I'm looking at the tire just like all over the road, like, I won't be able to make it to this job now. And then I looked up. I was like, God, I know you ain't bring me all the way down here to get a flat tire and not get the money. And I got my kids with me. And I was like frustrated. And I was like, God, I know you not like this. Mm-hmm. This is not you. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no way. You don't treat your kid child <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there trying to like, rat, like what in the world? No, nah, that's not God. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. So I here to get back in the car. Especially after we praise like about an hour strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold up. No, two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we're going to figure this out. The first exit I get off and I'm driving on the rim now, there's a tire shop right there. Wow. The only thing open, <laughs> the tire shop. Wow. So I ride up into the tire shop and I'm like, yeah, man. And the guy was like, oh, your tire's. About $150. I'm like, dude, you are kidding me. Right. I came down there with about $60. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go make money, so I ain't got no money yeah. on me. <clears throat> I was like, dude, you don't have no used tires? Oh, yeah, we do. Right. Man, give me a used tire. You know what right, I'm saying? right. So I get the tire on the car. I call a guy, tell him what was going on. Got there. He walks out to the car and gives me an envelope. He was like, man, my wife and I, we just wanted to bless you. You don't have to work today. Gave me pretty much triple of what we decided wow. that we were going to do the job for. Wow. He was like, Merry wow. Christmas. 
That's dope. <laughs> so that was one, and then another was when I took them to one of the um, one of the old Platinum Souls shows that we had to do. It was a conference, and one day, um, like little Ricky grabbed Raven and Rico's hand and came down the aisle with them for salvation. Uh, I'm like, yo, look at this! Wow, While man. I'm on stage, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's, like, that's dope. dope. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Cause I'm like anybody in here need to know the Lord Jesus. <laughs> yo, that's so. And then here they come. I'm like, man, I had to get a mic up. I'm like, yo, y'all yes. can have this mic. Oh my god, All right. <laughs> that is dope. Yeah, that's man. monumental right there. That is. Those are my two most memorable. That that his know. last one is is like uh, what just happened to me last Sunday with my kids. I literally in church. I just, you know, I don't really do the altar thing that much, you know what I'm saying? But I just felt like I just need to go to the altar, just like lay all my weight, like right there, mm-hmm. and try my best to walk away and not pick it back up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I felt some folks praying for me, you know what I'm saying? I felt somebody had their hand on my head, I felt some hands on my back. And it wasn't until after church was over, it was my kids. Uh. <laughs> like, I, like folks is sending me pictures wow. of my kids praying. That's beautiful for me. man, and, man. And, yeah. and I was out. I mean, I was completely gone. You know, what I'm saying Dopeness. so. Naturally, when folks is showing me pictures, and it's my kids surrounding me, laying their mm. hands on me, praying for me, like. That just that just blew my mind. It made like you said, it's that proud dad moment. Yeah. That that just lets you know what me and their mothers have instilled in them. Yeah. It's yeah. still there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's still there. So and another one is is I will say that, man, my kids look out for me on Father's Day. The only the only recognition I really want is from my children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On on I feel like if I get recognition from them, I'm good on Father's Day. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, you know, the past couple of years, man, they have done things like cook for me. You know what I'm saying? Gave me uh, foot massages. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, they know dad don't want that basic stuff the world get. And they know they father. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I just want a meal and just to be recognized. So, literally, you know, cook a meal for me. We sit down, watch a movie, and just chill. That, yeah. that, nice. that is what pops want, and that's what they've been giving yeah. me the past two years. So, those are, those are my, my, my greatest moments. Right. <laughs> All right. Rob? Yeah, I, I think, uh, for me, my favorite moments... Um, is my daughter's uh, daddy daughter dances, man. Oh, like, that's cool. Oh, I ain't been yeah. to one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> man. man, I can't Chick-fil-A, dance no more. Chick fil A, Chick fil A, only got the two step left. Yeah. <laughs> man, well, well, my daughter, they do them at her school, man. And um, like, it's like getting dressed up with her, you know, getting mm. in the car, you know, putting the suit on uh, and the tie yeah. on and getting all yeah. suited and booted, man, and her putting on a little pretty dress and all yeah. that kind of stuff, man, and we go in there and, you know, we get the flowers yeah. and we get the, you know, the the pictures mm. and all that kind of stuff and then they have, like, the little games and, uh, you know, it's, like, I, the first one I took her to was hilarious, man, because, like, we get there, we go in there and immediately she finds her friend. Uh-huh. So... Uh, her friend is there with her dad and you know they start talking so we get some little snacks and some little you know whatever they got yeah. refreshments and stuff like that we sit down and eat the little refreshments then we're like alright y'all wanna dance we go over there to dance so my daughter and her friend they run off and start dancing with a bunch of their friends and me and the dad we just standing on the wall like uh <laughs> Supposed to be a father daughter day. Right. 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 Turn this into a social club. Right. right. It was like, so the first one, it was like, 
I did. I don't even think I danced with her not once the whole night. Or I, either I didn't dance with her the whole night, or I had to like make her dance with me for like one song, like just to make it official. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just the cutest thing ever, man. It's just one of the greatest moments. Uh, it's a proud moment just being able to go and just man, just spend that time with your with your child like that, man. It, right. it wasn't nothing like it. So beautiful. Yeah. Man. She gonna remember that too. Oh yeah. She oh, gonna, she gonna, how old is she? Eight. She gonna remember it because my 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 14 year old still remembers her. Uh, when she was nine, like her daddy daughter dance at nine. Wow. She still, so look, like, I don't know who said it, but when you say like, when you do stuff like that, it's monumental. The kids remember step mm-hmm. like they yeah. do. Like yeah, those yeah. are the things that stick out true, in their head. True. Like he's like, oh, you say like, they don't remember money. They, they remember don't remember time spent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be something that, mm-hmm. and trust me, when she get older, boy, dad, daddy daughter dance going to turn into daddy daughter day. Like, yeah. it's going to be like, so when are we going to have our daddy-daughter day? You know what Man, saying? yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I chime in on that because I got three daughters, and every year I take them to daddy-daughter day. Chick-fil-A does it, and so what we do, we'll, we'll go to Chick-fil-A, and I print off certain questions just to ask for conversation starters, and we'll talk and connect, we'll dress up, and then after that we go, you know, we go to the movies. Okay, and uh, my oldest is going to be 20 this year. And I promise you, when February get here, she be asking and be ready to go to the daddy door thing. Because that's something we've we, we, we been doing it for like four or five years now. Oh, that's dope. And uh, they all enjoy it, man. It's just a beautiful thing we get to do, and it's fun. It you know, and, and it's important. It's, the, the, the point is, for me, I, I started doing it because I want them to know how they should be treated on a date. And then also it's good just to have that time with them, man. That's so, true. but even when they grown, I already told them, like, "Yo, when you get grown, we still gonna do this, right?" Now. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, yeah." So it's fun, man. I just enjoy it. So your kids will definitely remember it. I so, think that's a good yeah. thing you just said, man. That we never brought up this whole uh, podcast. What's that? Uh, you you actually show you originally showed your daughters how how they supposed to be treated on a date. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that is that's yeah. paramount, man. You know, true. saying that that fathers. Show their their daughters mm-hmm. how how you supposed to be treated. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's paramount. Hmm. True. Definitely. I didn't think about it that way. Man, I thought about it for them. I didn't think about it on a particular right. podcast. But yeah, that's dope. Well, hey, close the remarks, guys, because we 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 covered a lot. Yeah, I'm glad we covered everything we covered. We did, man. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So you know, saying, ladies, stop trying to get our Father's Day. It's never going to happen. Yep. We just had to throw that in. <laughs> we, we got our Father's Day. Right, we got our Father's Day and you know What what whatever's left of it. <laughs> a little bit of Father's Day we get. We we guard it. What you say we're gonna focus something for the father. We're gonna do something for the fathers though. Yeah, something, 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 yep. something, something for the father. Something for the father. We're gonna put we're gonna figure that's out something. That's a done deal. We're gonna make that work. We're gonna make it work. Honestly, yeah. that's not gonna be nothing hard to put together at all because trust me, we ain't the only four brothers in America to feel this way. Not yeah. at all. So it's just a simple reach out. That's right. Flow, um, sick flow. I, I would say, man, cherish your fatherhood. Yes. you know, um, it's it's amazing. Um, our children are gifts. Even if you got one child, it's still a gift. Yes, um, I always believe that a child is a double portion of the, mm. the parent. So that makes a one person like a quad. Mm. You got double of your mom and double of your dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even for all of those that are out there that my dad wasn't there, he's not this, he's not that. Like before you get wrapped up in that, you got to think you wouldn't even be here if you wasn't for him. Even so if true. he is a deadbeat, he actually seated you into this place. So Amen. just that alone should make a person say, yo, he was dope. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? If you think that you are dope, regardless if he's in the picture or not, 
you came by way of that guy hooking up with your mom. So, mm-hmm. well said, Flo. Hooking up with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. That's how I can't want to think about it. Hey, well, the, I was the, thinking the, 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 the hookup produced something marvelous. <laughs> you know. Rob, you got any closing remarks? Man, just 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 pour into your kids, man. Yeah, teach definitely. them, teach them love on them. You know, but that's you know that's that's all they want. They they want to connect. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. Well, it's my closing remarks, guys. I, I appreciate y'all coming through. Um, I just wanted to say I brought y'all here because I respect and honor y'all the way y'all you know with y'all the way y'all um, deal with y'all kids. Y'all are great fathers, and um, I think we need to be recognized like that. You know, and there's not a lot of fathers out there that, that pour into your kids as much as I see y'all love and pour into y'all kids. So, shout out to yourselves for being great fathers. Shout out to all the fathers out there. Yeah, I'm going to the, I'm going, I'm segueing to the shout out there. <laughs> so, first and foremost, shout out to the fathers. Shout out to the guests in Studio Rob and, and Sick Flow coming through across Talk Radio. We definitely appreciate you coming through. Now we got to do our other shout outs before we get text, mean text throughout the week. Uh, but, <laughs> but before I get there, do y'all have any shout outs while we, before I get started on, the, on our, our, our normal shout outs? I want to shout out to uh, it does sound like a show. I want to shout out to my <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Not the television show, but, but literally my yeah, wife yeah, and yeah. kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me. I'll, I'll go ahead and send a shout out to my dad. Um, that's in, dope, yo. I'm down in Louisiana. Hey, you know that's my shout out, yo. Pops <laughs> in Baltimore. I know that's right. Uh, send a shout out to my wife Erica and my kids McKay and Eden. Yeah. All right. I just, I'm definitely gonna shout out my pops. You no know doubt. I gotta, gotta shout that man. I, hey, he's the reason why I'm the man I am today. You know what I'm saying? He did. He, he. I saw a, a ugly man turn into a God fearing man and a loving man. So you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I saw a, a, a dude that raised me to be like a pure bred hustler slash nigga in the streets to turn into a God fearing <laughs> man that. Loves the Lord unconditionally, and I actually yearn for His love. That the, the, the level of love that He that's has now. So yeah, He cool as yeah. yeah, yeah, I, mean, I like your dad. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> I just want to do a special shout out to my kids. Like you know, thank you for being the kids y'all are, and supporting me through the times I go through. You know, just not giving up on me, or not judging me, or calling me weak when I went through my stuff. But mm-hmm. appreciate the unconditional love my kids always show me. So shout out to all my kids. That's good. All right, without further ado, let's get these shout outs out the way. So shout out to my mom in Great Georgia. Shout How you doing, to- mom? <laughs> we, we tried to use the H word too much this time. Right. We shout- <laughs> mom, don't, don't be mad at me, mom, about the N word I just used. I thought about you immediately when I said it. <laughs> shout out to Brandy, always tuning in. Shout out to Alicia holding down for Conyers. Shout out to my daughter, November. Shout out to Pres- Prescott, Arizona, tuned in. Morrow, Georgia, tuned in. Shout out to Covington, Georgia. Conyers, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Tokyo, Japan, still rocking with us. Shout outs to y'all. Yeah. Lawrenceville, Georgia. Uh, shout out to Stone Mountain, Georgia. Shout out to Graysonville, Maryland. Shout out to Love Works Studios and everybody that tunes in. Shout out to our newest listeners because I know y'all tuning in and y'all telling everybody about us. So appreciate all the love. That's it for me. I'm Steph Swig. I'm Big Pudge. Cross Talk. Radio. Peace. Peace.